0: Acts chapter 2, and we're going to be beginning in verse uh, 41 and reading through verse verse 47. I'd like to pick a phrase out, and um, many of you know that uh, I've been intrigued with the awe that's in uh, verse 43, or fear uh, came upon every soul, Um, ideas reverence or awe, and even as we have uh, started the organization ACORN Global Advance, yes, we're seeking to see global missions projects fulfilled. But ultimately, we want to see awe. We want to see reverence. We want to see people just amazed at how God uses them. Um, and so there's a phrase there in Acts 2.43, but then there's another phrase that came to mind as I was listening to Stephen last night, and I appreciated his comments. His uh, comments and i didn't get in to hear dr beaky so i'm looking forward to hearing that um, but let's let's read and, and be mindful if we can and then as we read through this text if the lord causes you to see something to pray or comment about even uh, before you pray sometime then then you can mark that in your mind or on a piece of paper or something but please be mindful that And well, this is very soon after the Great Commission, okay? In Acts, um, at the the end of the Gospels, end of specifically specifically uh, Matthew twenty-eight, but um, so this is the way the early church was fleshing out the Great Commission. So. Acts chapter 2 and verse 41 says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. It's an incredible verse in itself. But uh, verse 44 And all that believed were together, and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. And they, continuing daily and one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. And then this last verse, and it's out of this verse, I want to pull one phrase. Praising God, and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. So there's the the gospel advance there, there's the the um the missional component, if you will. And the phrase that I'm intrigued with is that phrase, and having favor with all the people. Favor with all the people. So in this verse we have praising God, which is a in the present tense, I mean there's a constantly uh, an attitude of praise. This is ongoing praising God. It's maybe just not one time or a, or a short time or a praise service, but this is. they were just so excited about what was God was doing, they couldn't stop praising God. This is a, an ongoing activity. And part of that ongoing activity was and having favor with all the people. So was there a favorable look at the people of God. So maybe unbelievers looking at the, the, the forming church, if you will, uh, at least the the people of God, were they looking at the people of God with favor? Um, I think that's obviously there, but also there seems to be a component of that, Everybody just liked what was going on. In other words, there was so much Holy Spirit activity going on in the culture that the rest of the culture could not help but notice. Uh, The rest of the culture was just amazed at what these God, these Christians, these Christ followers were up to. Um, They liked what they saw. And I can't think of a better definition of revival and awakening. Um, In other words, we could say what was happening in the culture could not have happened through entertainment. It just wouldn't happen. It wasn't happening through legislation. It wasn't possible. It wasn't even happening through money. Although there was money being used by God, it was only God at work. And none of these things could match that people were taking their eyes off other things that they thought were answers and turning it on to what God was doing and having favor with all the people. One author says that this word favor literally means divine influence upon the heart. So that word all cannot mean anything else other than all. So probably unbelieving and believing people were just in amazed at what God was doing and it was coming from God. It was a divine influence upon the heart. I don't, I don't think we could pray for anything higher than that. And that is revival. That is a church, if you will, seeing who God is, maybe even repenting and taking their eyes off religion or taking their eyes off organization or even taking their eyes off history. I mean, this is early church looking back at Judaism And looking to what the Holy Spirit could only do in God's people. Um, Praising God and having favor with all the people. It brought to mind, last night brought to mind Psalm 85, where the psalmist says, Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? (laughs) That's favor um show us thy mercy o lord and grant us thy salvation so after i turned um or after the the service ended and i went back to normal things last night um i read a little description of revival from a man who i believe is still living richard owen roberts i think is still living but he's been a kind of a revival a a revival historian for years um he did a lot of chronicling of, of various revivals. And um, he said this revival is the extraordinary movement of the spirit of God among God's people that produces extraordinary results. The extraordinary movement of the spirit of God among God's people that produces extraordinary results. So God's always working. Just the fact that we got up out of bed today or or um, took a breath today is because God's working. But then there's the extraordinary working of the Lord and um, extraordinary movement when God is doing something beyond the norm, something that's recognizable and visible. We could call it the manifest presence of the Lord. Of the Holy Spirit, so um, during revivals, there's there's repentance of sin, there's church people getting their eyes back to God, and as a result of that, there's awakening, and as a result of that, there's cultural change, and even as a result of that, as Stephen mentioned last night, there's missions movements, things that, the, that God does in a season of intense working of the Holy Spirit. So um, I'm going to make one more comment, and then, then we're done, and uh, we'll go to prayer. And uh, fireside comments are welcome uh, as you pray. So uh, I was also thinking, and I haven't developed this thought well, and that is that it's often said that stories of revival spread revival. So as, as, as God's people are talking about what God is doing, it seems like God continues to work even more. And I don't have a chapter and verse for that yet, but um, I thought maybe along the way, if you hear of something that God is doing supernaturally, let's bring it to this meeting and let's talk about it. Um, I learned last night of a church in Long Island, a friend of mine named David Whitaker, he's been on our call before. he's He's in charge of a group of people, and I can't remember it used to be called the conservative Baptist association they, they've rebranded it to something else um vision something and um but he was at a church in Long island where they baptized this last sunday one hundred and forty five people um that's incredible okay that's incredible in any generation and uh we result we res- i don't i don't know if they were waiting all year to be baptized or if they That's a recent, I don't know. I don't have all the story. I just think 145 people being baptized in the ocean um, at one time is amazing, and we had to rejoice in that. So, um, wilt thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee, praising God and having favor with all the people? And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Um, Let's be praying for that extraordinary work of the Lord. God's still able. God's still at work. And we're praying for that. We are praying for that.